Hi, you've tuned in to Respectfully Disagree, where the Swaddle team debates the issues we passionately deferred on this week. So the team sort of been talking about sexually violent crimes and whether they should be depicted on screen at all. And if there is a way of telling these stories which is right or empowering. Okay, so first off... Hey, who are you? Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry. This is your host, Trishti. So I'm just going to start by talking about like the Martani 2 trailer and why it really annoyed me and bothered me. And it just fits like a cookie cutter into this stereotypical portrayal of violence in Bollywood where there is child sexual abuse, there's rape and depicted in the most horrifying way and somehow the way of avenging that or getting revenge for that is this like hyper-masculine cop drama of where you beat up and you kill the people who've committed the crime, you know, like, I don't know if you all feel that way, but I personally find it very triggering and very voyeuristic for the way in which sexual violence is showed in a lot of movies and it just feels very unnecessary. Like, why are you telling this story? Hi, I'm Pallavi. I'm the features editor. I completely agree with you. In fact, I personally believe that in most of the rape scenes that I have read and seen, including literature, they seem completely unnecessary. If you take rape and you make it such that it is completely unthinkable, and you take an incident of rape and you remove the girl or someone who we conventionally find sexually attractive or someone who's supposed to be sexually attractive and you put like a six-year-old boy in it and suddenly make it an act of homophobic pedophilia, no one is going to be writing that scene even though that happens in reality, that happens in wars, that's, that is a historical fact but there is a reason we are staying away from those things. You know, I think there's one point that you made which is very interesting, which is who is portrayed as the victim in these, you know, mainstream movies. And I actually never thought about it before this, but it's mostly people who are sexually attractive in their youth. And the person who's the perpetrator is always this, like, terrible, mostly, like, a lower class or a lower caste villain, right? That's almost always the case when we know that statistically and on the basis of the reporters that that's not true. Hi, this is Lisa. I'm the managing editor at The Swaddle. I don't necessarily have a blanket stance on whether or not rape scenes are necessary or unnecessary. I mean, I, I can make the argument, I think, that in some stories, depictions of violence are necessary. That said, I will say I, I agree with Pallavi in the sense that I don't... It's not so much that they're unnecessary, it's that they're lazy and uncreative, most rape scenes that I've seen, and... To your point, yes, unnecessary to the plot. Like, I, I find, you know, most rape scenes, even when they're meant to be part of, like, this, you know, empowering woman story, so to speak, it's almost like the writers were like, oh, what's the worst thing that could happen to a woman? Oh, my God, rape. Which is, like, I mean, it's a terrible thing, but it's also a very patriarchal mindset to assume that that is, like, the worst possible thing and the only thing that could motivate a woman to you know, maybe it's revenge or violence herself or what have you. It's just very uncreative and it's a very, like, male interpretation of that event. And I think that if rape scenes were, A, more sensitive in how it was conveyed, and I can speak more about that later, (laughs) um, and B, not so, like patriarchal and in, in, in how they're depicted and also like how they're used, then maybe they could serve a purpose in a story. Hey, I'm Aditi. I'm a features writer here. So uh, when you 
talked about like rape scenes being unnecessary sometimes. I was thinking weirdly about Pulp Fiction. Do you guys remember Pulp Fiction? Yeah. And about how there was a rape scene in there. Like it was like a homosexual rape scene, which is like a bit different from usual. And like I feel like I mean I'm sure that happens in mob violence and like gang wars or whatever. But like I felt like that was put in there particularly just to be edgy. and like different and like you know trying to like i don't know get a rise out of the audience it's interesting because i think all of us in different ways have spoken about the portrayal being like titillating and sensation over sensationalized but how do you decide how to depict it either as something like a normal bad thing which is happening to a woman or something which is like this horrific crime which is the worst thing that could happen to a woman you know how do you portray it as a crime in relation to the character First I want to say that I think people should be very selective about when they put a rape scene in like I hope that's clear. And then now that you've decided to put a rape scene in, yeah. like Lisa said you have to be very like creative about how you depict it. In most cases whether it is woman who is completely her life is destroyed by the rape or woman like we normalize it by saying this is something that happens it's a bad thing. Most rape scenes that I have seen like even in what was that movie with Amitabh Bachchan Pink Yeah. about consent like yeah. that was a movie about consent so it yeah. needed to talk about where consent wasn't followed which is sexual misconduct and rape and all of that but the focus after the rape goes away from the survivor to either the man who has committed it or the man who is helping her avenge revenge like it's it's almost never about the woman after the rape has been committed yeah. it's just like she is used for this storyline arc where the climax has something bad has to happen and after that it just goes back to the narrative as if nothing happened mm. and that's my problem with how rape scenes are written like even with mardani right the trailer like it's pretty much the same like there's these women's bodies and these bodies have been raped and murdered and like in the most grotesque gross ways yeah. like bombs and shit i don't know why you so and they're all just to get a rise out of the cop who needs to go and avenge them or something like that and yeah. like the cop seemingly gets more and more aggressive and like shook by them and the cop just happens to be a woman so it's yeah. a feminist story yeah. so like well i think there's a problem with the way violence towards women is depicted in in general and i mean not just sexual violence right you go back and like i keep thinking of um lana del rey's song summertime sadness where she's like in a car wreck or something and like she's like draped glamorless or glamorously <laughs> not glamorous glamorous glamorously in like beautiful lighting sexy clothing with like blood and bruises artfully painted i mean like she looks sexy in like a weird gross way but like almost i don't know like it, it's not meant to be like a horrifying injured depiction of someone who's been in a car crash it's like a sexy woman who's wearing like makeup that kind of makes her look like maybe something happened to her and so that distorts like how we view violence against women in general i think the problem where i have is that like there is a way to depict rape that doesn't go into like the horrific depictions that i think are too often sexualized or or glamorized or what have you and that's where we go astray there are ways to depict that violence in ways that are even more deeply unsettling um you just have to sort of trust your viewers more and and actually think about how you're using it right like we just talked about like it's just like normally like this plot device that's thrown in it's it's depicted through the male gaze like almost everything else almost like it's an actual sex scene it's not yeah. 
And if it were done differently, um, then it can be even more powerful and, and maybe worthwhile. It's that idea, no, of uh, a woman's honor being in her vagina, that rape is the worst thing that can happen to you. Yeah. And that has stayed, I mean, in storytelling from the time of Mahabharat, like, all we know about Draupadi is that uska cheer haran hua tha, that she was molested in, a, in front of an assembly and that's all that she's been reduced to, even though she has a whole origin story and a lot came after that. But there's an entire epic battle over the dignity of a woman, you know. So... I think culturally, our st- where we come from as storytellers, we come from a place where a woman's honor has to be preserved and rape is the only way to take that honor away. Yeah. So that problem, I definitely think, as you said, is one of the biggest reasons why our scenes of sexual violence absolutely suck. Yeah. One way to fix it, I don't know, it would be that if you as a writer are 100% committed and convinced that your plot needs an incident of sexual violence then whoever is being whoever is the victim please get someone of the same profile to consult on your script just on like like what it feels like or just as a man don't start writing about what a woman feels like when it's when she is raped because I don't want to say that rape is not a big deal and it should be your experience of it should be normalized and I don't want to say it should be sensationalized for some women it is the end of the fucking world for some women they are able to cope with it better it depends on a lot on where you come from in life so that is entirely subjective which is why I said what we have to be careful in writing these scenes is that the focus remains on the victim and the survivor and just not taken it away for some lead protagonist. So I'll give you, I think, one of the most powerful depictions of rape I think I've ever watched. And it was like an entire movie that was essentially just a depiction of rape. And it was Room. Um, I think Brie Larson won the Academy Award that year, was nominated. And to that point, I think that's why I found that movie so pow- Room so powerful is because the whole movie is also about her survival. It's about her as a person and what she does to get through it and how she... Um, parents, her son, and how ultimately well, I don't want to give away any, spo- any spoilers in case anyone hasn't seen that. It's like Pallavi is saying, it's about the woman and it's about her experience and it feels it feels true um, in a way that it doesn't feel like an aside, it doesn't feel like a selling point in a way that most rape scenes do. Yeah. There's that movie one of the Singhams Suryavanshams, one of the <laughs> hyper masculine testosterone belt buckle shaking police movies in which can we pause for a moment to take in the characterization of that genre this is what I needed I think it's Alman Khan only so he lands in this one place and he's there's this really innocent sweet girl who is teaching all the kids on the steps of the place where he's been posted anyway so he looks at her like a sister like elder brotherly feelings are there for this girl and then there is a drug bust okay like they, these people bust into this underground cocaine meth making place and this girl is one of those like I will find out who are these people doing it because the drug people are using her students as mules so she goes to investigate and what could have been just a drug bust ended up to be like this most unnecessary violent horrific gang rape scene which is shown in gruesome detail and length and then she is just this pale, straight-faced, like, just as if there's no colour in her life. It's just been drained out and she is also, I think, dies in the end. Oh my god. So I'm totally going to take, like, go back to, like, something you said earlier is that, like, not only, or I think we all said it, not only is, like, 
rape in a movie like the worst thing that could happen to a movie or to a woman it's the worst thing that could happen to anyone it's like seen as like this you know like above and beyond murder right we can show bad guys shooting up the place but if we really want to prove that they're truly terrible individuals they have a rape scene whereas like there are plenty of like you know drug um, kingpins or whatever that like aren't rapists but they're still terrible people and to that point I think the difference between the villain and the hero in these battles is almost ultimately they both kill people but to show how bad a man is is how badly he will rape the woman by showing things like he's standing in a corner with a rod or a stick or something bright before they show metaphorically. Like, it's almost as if how bad the rape will be is how bad the man is, is how hard the hero will have to fight the man. Yeah. All of the while, there's just this woman who's been shown to be completely violated and forgotten for the rest of the movie. Yeah. We've spoken about more like drama, real life movies. Let's talk about fantasy and sexual violence in fantasy movies and TV shows and of course what better or worse example than Game of Thrones depending on where you stand. What do you think about uh, sexual violence there and in general in relation to the plot lines of I mean characters who are very obviously in parallel universes? Game of Thrones like is a deeply misogynist universe because yeah. like it's it's been drawn from medieval culture and medieval culture in a way was also a deeply misogynist universe. So I kind of understand like that there are rape scenes and they are like random and like violent. Yeah. But like we don't need to show it. It's like yeah. a fucking conga line of sexual violence, okay? That show. Yeah. Just because it's yeah. medieval <laughs> it's just because it's medieval times and it happened then, you'll show it ten times in every episode. Just okay. say it once. Can I just say this, which is like my biggest frustration with Game of Thrones? Yes, it was inspired by medieval times. It is not medieval times, it's not a documentary, it's fiction and it's a freaking choice to put in what you put in. And so, okay, fine, if you feel violence against women is necessary to the plot, sure. I think, again, it comes down to how it's depicted, and one of my problems is that it's nearly always depicted as, like, gratuitously, in a way that doesn't feel like it's necessary. So how you depict it, that's a choice also. There's actually very few stories that talk about young men or boys who go through sexual violence and then, you know, how it affects them in life. I can only think of this one series my friend keeps recommending to me. It's called the Patrick Melrose series. Yeah. 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 But that's the thing. Why do we talk about it less? Why do we talk about anything? These things make us uncomfortable. All of these things are happening in reality, but it's just not as fun as seeing an attractive woman getting raped on screen without any... And this is not even new. There is a whole, what is it called? There's a whole pornographic world, Japanese pornographic world of women with no agency being groped in buses. Like, we know, we have statistical proof that the world is getting off on it. Yeah. Porn I mean, that is just I mean, Japanese porn. No, it's no, even it's Game of Thrones. Like, the word for it, there's a trend for it, and it's... It's a Jap- it's a subculture yeah. of oh, Japanese porn. No, okay. I'm just saying I'm pretty sure that subculture oh, yeah, no, exists. I only the meant board. to say that we have Pornhub's data to show that the world yeah. is getting off on women not yeah. having agencies. Yeah. Even so just to tie it back to Game of Thrones, even like Game of Thrones on YouTube you have Sansa rape scene, Daenerys rape scene. Yeah. 
with millions and millions of views and on those. So, so much of like the 70s, 80s, 90s Bollywood movies with those gross like overtly lewd rape scenes are just kind of like cut together and put in these compilations for like men to still get off to. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think I think that's where my problem is, you know, like rape scenes are often written as sex scenes gone wrong. They're not. I mean, just like murder is not a conversation gone wrong. Yeah. Like, it should be treated for what it is, and it just seems almost like an afterthought. It's yeah. just like something you slot in and don't even really think of. Yeah. And I think filmmakers also need to be aware of when they're giving in to like a perverse. If you know that people are Googling and being like, oh, Game of Thrones rape of Sansa scene, you're aware that there's a whole economy around it. You need to be aware that your film doesn't become a seamless part of that economy. Most of these things that you are saying, these Game of Thrones scenes, and like Aditi said, these Bollywood movies and like a lot of Tollywood movies also, a lot of their selected scenes are on porn websites and that's when you know you're doing rape scenes wrong. Yeah. If it's up on porn websites, then you did it wrong. It's yeah. that simple. Yeah. Also, apart from, you know, making a bad situation worse by writing rape scenes like the, how we've discussed, uh, the whole idea of leader of a drug cartel is going to rape you in a dark room takes away from the idea that from what we know is that more than what 95% of rapes are committed by people we know yeah like we have that data so it's in a way distracting us from the main problem that it's not strange creepy bad guys in dark alleys it's people at home and I don't see rapes being written into those narratives with as frequency if you want to show reality show it right show me shit going down in that girl no offense but you know but like that's also happening I don't see you writing it because it's taboo and it won't work and it'll make your fans uncomfortable so if you have that knowledge then use it for the other area also and when it happens even I mean I just want to talk about when I was watching Lipstick Under My Murka which does have a metal rape scene and that's sort of an important part of uh, Konkana's storyline in a very interesting way people's reaction to that scene was clapping and hooting when she was getting raped so I think to your point audiences are also not ready for that and that's used as an excuse which I think is ridiculous I mean art can change audiences and and, I mean that's the power of art right if you actually are concerned about what is in your movie or your tv show and and you want to have a message then I mean, it's very clear how you use it. Yeah. Like, you can either make it in a way that does not cause audience... And I'm not blaming the filmmakers. I mean, audiences are partly responsible too. But, like, you can make it in a way that elevates the conversation as opposed to just filling in the same tired old plot points with violence against women. Do you think there's a way to portray sexual violence which could make it empowering for people who have actually been victim to it or are survivors of sexual violence? When the reader or the audience is just told that the rape has happened yeah. without it being shown graphically and then the story focuses on the person who has been victimized by it, yeah. on how they move on with their lives, whether it is in a super, my life is destroyed, I will take revenge way or whether it is a very quiet, I will go and complain to whatever police station way. Like, that's fine. But I, I personally think that I have been most touched and like provoked to think when the rape happens in silence. Yeah. When when it's not shown to me because I don't need to see it because I live in a world where I know how bad it can get. Yeah. 
You know, like for me, I think Unbelievable, the Netflix series, it really blew my mind in terms of how it it was really, um, it felt like a very empowering narrative because I think even in the show, I think like you said, Pallavi, it shows a lot about how you go on with life after that, even immediately after the incident, the victim or survivor cleaning a certain part of a room which was invaded or going to the police. The whole plot revolves around what happens after that or the ramifications in your life post an act of sexual violence, you know, like portraying which and portraying someone supporting those or fighting against those or winning that system could actually make it empowering because I think a lot of uh, the victimization or a lot of the oppression also comes from the systems which we've designed to deal with a crime like rape or sexual violence. You know, one of the many problems with a lot of rape scenes is that, again, like we've talked about this, it's the shorthand for, like, ultimate helplessness. And that's not really fair to survivors. I think one of the things, and and it it also kind of desensitizes the audience, and I think there's this assumption about women in general, well, they're helpless anyway, right? Like, we're starting from, like, a really low point and using rape scenes to, like, take us even lower. The one thing that I think was so powerful about um, the movie, I keep going back to this, but um, the movie Room for me was that there, there is a rape scene, even though the whole movie is, is about, you know, rape, there is a rape scene in it. And it's shown, um, like, Brie Larson's character hides her son away um, and, like, in, like, a cupboard or something so that he's not a witness to it. But you, the whole, like, during the whole scene, it's just focused on him and, like, him sitting in this cupboard. And you know, the, the viewer knows what's going on. Um, and that, I think, was so powerful because it also showed her agency. You know, maybe she couldn't protect herself, but she could protect him. And she was taking steps to do that. And she had, and I, th- I think that juxtaposition of control in some areas versus a lack of control in others is what made it so unsettling. And when you show rape as just like, oh, this terrible thing that happens to helpless women, you're not really doing justice to the women, and it's not actually having the impact it could because of that. If this crime is horrific, you have to show what happens after the crime to the person the crime has happened to. Yeah. Not the person who's angry about it and wants to do something about it. <laughs> rape is neither about the villain nor the hero. Yeah. Therefore, the movie and its and its place in the movie should not be just a horrific thing. Um, on that note, we're gonna wrap this episode up. And uh, we came, we vented, we listened, and we talked about some really interesting things. Bye. 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 Bye.